Welcome back to Lakes Woods and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan. You'll also find us on Facebook at Lakes Woods and Irons. You can uh, leave comments there or ask us a question that uh, Chris can uh, take a run at if you'd like to do that. And also find us on Podcast One, Lakes Woods and Irons as well, a good landing spot for Minnesota podcasts, including Lakes Woods and Irons. Brought to you in part today by Emily Greens, home to the largest screen in the universe, emilygreens.com, and also by Holiday Stores in Cross Lake and on Mill Avenue. Chris, uh, welcome back, my friend. Thank you, Mac. Gold medal awarded this week in the world of golf, and uh, uh, USA takes home the gold. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, anything that's on past about 8.30 in the evening, I have a hard time staying up for, but <laughs> uh, really some quite compelling golf. And, uh, you know, Xander Shoffley played extremely well and at one point had a four-shot lead uh, during the fourth round and ended up winning by one. But, uh, gosh, Rory Sabatini, the South African who plays for Slovakia, what a had round. 60 – 61 on Sunday or on, on the, in the final round, incredible round. And, uh, it's great play from, you know, Rory McIlroy played great in the last round and Colin Morikawa. It was fun hearing, uh, especially Rory talk about, you know, he's never played so hard, uh, to try to finish second or third. So it, it uh, you know, a lot of naysayers when the, uh, the Olympics, uh, got started but you know now, now people are really coming to the fold and playing for your country is such a such an honor and a, a great thing yeah kind of when, when they say playing for a medal like that because uh, gold and silver were decided and then there was seven guys tied for the bronze medal and they had to have yeah. the, the sudden death playoff which was which was very cool then boy those guys were hitting bbs in there that, that last couple holes <laughs> to stay alive Absolutely. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, kind of a development on the PGA Tour, uh, Chris. Um, the Scottish Open has been added to the tour schedule, and there's two uh, World Golf Classics out, is my understanding. Um, so I think it's it's a combination of European and PGA Tour working together, right? Yeah, you know, the PGA Tour and, and the European Tour kind of formed a strategic alliance uh, about a year ago. Um, you know, the, the European tour has a, a bit, especially the last couple of years, they're on good ground now, but had been, uh, been struggling a little bit, especially during the pandemic. And, um, really this is the first kind of announcement that that's come of that. And they've added the, the, the Scottish open, which was the week before the open championship. Uh, it's going to be a joint PGA tour and European tour event. Uh, that'll give uh, both FedEx Cup points and Race to Dubai points, which is the European Tour's version of the FedEx Cup. And um, you know, they're they're reducing the number of World Golf Championships. There are currently four. Now there'll be two, but it sounds like they're probably with the addition of the Scottish Open, they're probably going to add a couple other events to the schedule that are that are joint events, and then. Um, uh, from that, the, the, the St. Jude's Tournament, which is this week, is, is now going to become the first event in the FedEx Cup for the, for the 2022 season. Okay. Yeah, well, that's good. Nobody's really losing ground. And I think, I think it's a big step forward for the Scottish Open. It'll give uh, 
players from around the world more reason to go if they have two tournaments to play when they when they get to the British Isles. Yeah, you know, they, they've played the, the Scottish Open at some great venues, Golan a couple of years in a row, and I uh, canceled Stewart several years ago, the, the Renaissance Club the last couple of years. And, um, you know, so it's got a, a really good field, but I think this will, will add to that and give guys an excuse to, to go over another week. For, yeah. Play. And give us an excuse to talk uh, Scottish golf for another week, which is one of your favorite subjects, Chris. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's coffee golf, as they like to say. You, you can get up in the morning and watch it, which I really like. Yeah, I do too. I like that. Yeah, that's uh, perfect timing for, for Minnesotans. <laughs> We've got a couple of good guests. We're going to get an update, which I know our listening audience is always uh, looking for this year in particular. Jack Warrow, Director of Golf at uh, Legacy, will join us. He's going to give us an update on how things are going with the uh, with the Lehman 18 and the Dutch 27 and progressing uh, quickly. Uh, every time we talk to Jack, new things are happening, so that's pretty fun. And then Aaron Johnson, Director of Golf and Grounds at Golden Eagle, will join us as well. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Also find us on Facebook at Lakes, Woods, and Irons and Podcast One, Lakes, Woods, and Irons as well. Brought to you in part by Ernie's On Go, On Point Burger Company, a great addition to Ernie's, locally owned and globally loved. Special guest with us, Chris, I'll let you handle the introductions. want to welcome back to the show, Craigens Director of Golf, Jack Warrow. Jack, welcome back. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Jack, you, you know, stepped I, I into a kind of a beehive over there. You're just a little bit of a busy man. Yeah, obviously, um, I knew what I was getting into. Uh, but, yeah, it's 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 one thing to uh, think about it before you arrive and then to, to see it firsthand and kind of navigate our way through it. It's, it's definitely a different animal for sure right now. Yeah, I think you've been on board, Jack, about a month, and I think I've seen you about three times. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I'm at the two month mark. I, I don't even know. It's going pretty fast. As as I'm sure we've talked about it a little bit, the, the summer is flying by right now. Um, the fact that we're in August just seems crazy to me right now. But it, it that's kind of how it always goes. Jack, for those who don't know, tell us about what's going on at Craigens, and those who do, give us a little update on where things are at. Um, so obviously the big the big thing going on this year is we're going to update our golf course we had 36 holes originally um that will be turned into the dutch 27 every hole will be touched every hole will be different uh bunkers removed put back in with in different locations different sizes and then obviously the ohio sand going in there as well um and then we have the layman 18 which will be created out of those holes and then we have some new ones for the layman 18 as well so that'll be a completely brand new 18 holes um all this is happening pretty quickly right now. Um, we had one of our nines that was closed uh, in the beginning of the year when I started, actually was closed. Uh, and recently, about two weeks ago, we opened that nine. Uh, it's kind of a little bit of a combination right now. Uh, one, two, and three are new holes that were renovated um, from the old Bobby's back nine. I got to make sure I get that right. That's why I paused. Sorry. Um, we actually played a little bit of the Dutch in the middle there, and then we got over to the new layman holes that were renovated on for the back portion of that nine holes. 
Now, uh, about less than a week ago, we opened up Layman 8 green. We have a par 3 there, and then we opened up Layman number 9. Now it fits into that 9 holes. So quite a bit going on. Um, it is working pretty well now in the golf course. When we first opened, obviously it's, it's always tough when a course is sitting there and it's been renovated and we haven't had play on it. Uh, it took us about a week and a half to kind of get our bearings, get everything looking the way we want it. Matt McKinnon and his staff and Ken have been working very, very hard to get it up to the same conditions as the other nines. And right now the greens are very, very close. And the, and the rest of the golf course is really starting to kind of take shape. So it looks really good. Yeah, it really does. Had the opportunity to play um, the new nine that opened up, Jack, and you were uh, kind of traffic cop out there because a lot of us uh, hadn't played that yet. It was just just brand new last week, and I know that was our cart's first time out there. And you were a traffic cop out, kind of in the middle <laughs> of the nine, for <laughs> to direct everybody at the start of the round. But you can see some of the holes are really going to be. Yeah, it, we're going to learn as we go, like you always do in golf. First time you play a course, you think. Okay, maybe I should have, you know, hit it on the left side next time or that kind of thing. So that's kind of the fun of it too, learning experience and uh, seeing what all is going to be happening on each hole. Yeah, you know, I went out and played. I it was open for about a week and a half, and I didn't play it, and so I felt kind of hypocritical. So I went out and said, "I better play this." So I went out and played by myself, and it was really enjoyable to play. Honestly, a whole new golf course, and I thought that was very unique. Um, you know, obviously you kind of get to know the course after a long period of time and it could get kind of boring. So it's nice to be able to try new holes. Um, you know, I thought number one and number two, um, were very, very good brand new holes. Uh, I, I thought the, you know, obviously the layman, uh, renovation part of it was really, really good. It's fun. We, we're getting to play new golf holes in the middle of the season. Um, anyone that says they're bored with our course can't say that right now. That's for sure. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool to, to be playing new holes as we go. So, uh, it, it's, I think people are enjoying it. We've heard some great comments, um, and uh, it, it's a little bit unique in terms of how we're routing people around, but it's gotten this, this new addition to open those two holes has really helped. There's not such a big, long drive anymore to the next hole. So uh, that'll help us, and that'll be there the remainder of the year. So The new number two you were talking about, very kind of picturesque part three, is going to be, uh, you know, it's almost a great photograph opportunity. Yeah, it actually is a beautiful sunrise. I'm taking a lot of pictures for social media right now, but it's obviously a beautiful sunrise right there. And to see one and two, the two greens kind of together, yeah. and then you see the number three tee box, which will open next year. Um, but really cool spot to have. Just see if you had, you know, three foursomes in a row in a group, and you have one one group's putting on hole one, one group is hitting their uh, par three shot on number two, and the other group's hitting their tee ball on number three. There's going to be some hooting and hollering going on and some fun. So. <laughs> I think that's a pretty cool spot on the golf course right now. Jack, one of the people, one of the things that people ask me all the time is, does Tom Lehman spend any time here? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, obviously, people ask me that all the time as well, and he is. He's when he's not playing, he is spending quite a bit of time here, uh, and, and as much as he possibly can. Obviously, he's still playing quite a bit. I know he has a a, a lot coming up in his playing schedule soon. Um, but he's basically here, you know, twice a week, I would say, when he's not playing. So he's he's fairly close in Alexandria. Um, obviously, we love having him here because he's making some final decisions on, you know, tee boxes. Most of the time, it's a lot about, about greens as well. Um, but he definitely is paying attention to detail. I think he is definitely paying attention to the average golfer, which is important to me. Uh, and obviously, you know, in, in the back of his head, he still knows we want to host a, you know, a, a tour event here and to be able to have something that's difficult enough for those professionals. 
Yes, a little sidebar there. My my son has a restaurant in Alexandria called The Lure, and uh, we were kidding yesterday, I called him, and I, I was telling him about the layman progress up here, and he said I was just uh, making dinner for a guy the other night, and uh, some guy at the bar says, is that Tom Lehman sitting behind you? And Andy says, I don't know, and the guy says, yeah, that's Tom Lehman sitting behind you. So <laughs> Alexandria native, that's where the restaurant is, Alexandria, so. Well, he definitely, you know, I I feel like I, I don't know him as well as I should, but I, I feel like Tom is definitely an average guy in terms of he fits in well. He's a Minnesotan. You know, it's you don't feel like he's, you know, famous by any means, but you know he is. And so I, I think that just is a, I don't know, I, I enjoy him being around here. It's a good feel for sure. Jack, the, give us a, a time frame on, you know, the new nine, where the other nine stand and how things will progress, you know, over the, the fall here and in the next spring. Yeah, we have a little better idea right now of how things are going to happen, which is great. We kind of were flying a little bit dark in the beginning because we didn't know progress times as much as we, we should. Um, so right now we're going to uh, start or keep with this 27 holes, and that's going to go until October 1st. On October 1st, we're going to close down course number three um, and start working on that, which will end up being the blue course. Uh, so at that time, we'll be down to 18 holes. We'll do that through the remainder of the year, which is just October, obviously. And then we'll do that through April as well. And then on May 1st, our plan is to open another nine, to have three nines open at that point. And then hopefully by August 1st or so, we'll have the Layman 18 open. So our plan on August 1st is to have 36 holes open, and then we'll start working on course one after that point. So, um, you know, quite a bit's going to happen in that time. I can tell you that the progress on the new holes on Layman is going really well. Um, four, five, six, seven, and eight are very close to being ready for seed, which is a little bit ahead of schedule. That's great. Obviously, the sooner the better. We want to be able to have seed and grass growing as soon as possible and to allow it all that time to grow before winter. Uh, and then also 10, 11, 12, 13, they're really getting close now. We're starting to see greens on 11 and 12. I'm starting to see a lot of work on 13, which is a long par 5, uh, and that's the main dirt work. And then right after that, they're going to have the greens in, they'll have the bunkers in, and then they'll work on irrigation and then obviously seeding. So I would say this is very rough, but by the end of August for sure, Everything on that layman side will be seated, uh, for sure. Four, five, six, seven, eight will be seated by the, maybe by the end of next week. Who knows? It's going to go pretty quickly, and then we are putting cart paths in right away too. So things are moving fast. Um, I think we'll be able to keep to that schedule. We have definitely gotten better from when our first you know effort to start work. Now this phase two has definitely gone a little bit smoother. I think people are working a little more efficiently, which always happens. You're always going to get a little bit more efficient and find your way around the golf course a little bit easier and your ins and outs for the equipment and, um, you know, who comes first and who comes second in terms of the, the work itself. So things are definitely more efficient. I think we'll stick to those timelines pretty well. And uh, we're excited to have 36 holes open, that's for sure, especially having the layman 18 open at that point in August. Just looking at it from yeah. from a long ways out, Jack, uh, have you got some – Holes on the layman course that maybe aren't done that you're really looking forward to that are kind of special golf holes maybe in your mind? There, there, there are so many great golf holes out there. Honestly, you know, you, obviously four, five, six, seven, eight, we, we can really see them right now, and they're beautiful. Uh, my favorite hole is definitely number six, which is a par three. But you're starting getting out to 10, 11, 12, 13. There's a stretch on 11 and 12 
I, I think it's amazing views. I mean, it's just it, it, you can stand on top of those tee boxes on 11. It's straight downhill, 300 yards. You know, you, you can see dead out to the to the uh, green, and the behind is kind of this endless look. And I've t- I posted some pictures on social media, but there's also this beautiful like Minnesota backtrack behind that too. So the view is amazing. Number 12 is a downhill par three in that exact same view. And then you add, you know, sunsets and sunrises to that, and just it's just perfect. It really is. It really is like you're on your own little place back there, kind of away from the crowd, and then you come around on 13 and get back over to 14. So I think it's beautiful. I'd like to see, you know, 13 is just taking shape now, so I really don't even know. I know it's a long par 5 and the dog leg a little bit to the right, but I don't know much because I can't see it yet. Um, but as that takes shape, I think it'll be really good, too. So it's, it's exciting. Every time I go out there, you know, you can take two days off or, or stay away for two days, and you go back, and you're like, wow, what happened? This is beautiful. So there's a lot of work going on, and it, it, it definitely moves quicker than you think. And uh, the guys that are doing this work are, are amazing, truly. They're, they're shaping this golf course, and you can, you can just see it taking shape right in front of your eyes on a daily basis. Jack, a, a big component of what's being done as well is, is a – housing development and i know you're you've been pretty involved in in some of that tell us about that yeah we obviously real estate's a big part of this um what i like about what we're selling are these lots are on the golf course but you know they average right around an acre so they're they're large lots and majority of these lots are are positioned on a elevated you know they're elevated away from the golf course so the golfer is not going to feel like they're hitting through a, a housing area and the, and the people that are living in the home are not going to feel like the golfer's right in their house. So it's it's a great kind of best of both there. Um, the views are amazing. Uh, we, we kind of haven't started selling, but then next week, all, or last week, all of a sudden we started selling a lot. So we've sold right around 11 lots out of 69 right now. If anyone is interested, please go to craigins.com and click on real estate. Uh, Eric and myself are doing tours. I think Eric has four tours today. So things are definitely moving quickly on that. We just kind of started advertising now. Uh, the roads for these developments will go in hopefully by the end of the month. So as again, as the progress in the golf course starts happening, the road gets a little bit closer. The, you don't need as much vision to see what's going to happen with these lots. The lot lines are staked right now. And so you're starting to see, you know, the views that you're going to have, for example, on number 11 are just beautiful. And those, those three lots that overlook 11 are already held right now. So it. It's just, uh, it's, it's like I said, it's moving pretty quickly out here, to say the least. We have a lot going on, but those the lots are beautiful. I think if it's someone's a golfer, it just fits them perfectly. We are offer, also offering access to the resort and then also a boat club. So with your lot, you can purchase a membership to the boat club and be able to use the Craigans boats, which are a pontoon, a speedboat, and a fishing boat. Well, you know, if you have your family up and you want to take them for two hours out on a pontoon, you can. If you have a couple of kids that want to go fishing and you want to take them for two hours, you can. And if you want to just go out on for a, a, a sunset cruise for two hours with, you know, your a couple, you can do that too. So that's pretty pretty unique. You know, the obviously maintenance of a boat and trailering it and everything else is, is kind of a pain, and we kind of take that away from you. So uh, it, it's a it's a pretty nice offering. I think if anyone's interested, they should definitely look at, look at us for an, a, a possibility. And we'd love to send a tour and show it. That's, that goes for anyone. That's not real estate either. We'd love to tour as many people as we can on this and show them the new course and show them around. Yeah, sounds fantastic. I, I, I love the boat option. That is that it's very cool addition. Yeah, I think it's pretty unique. Uh, obviously, 
a lot of the people that are purchasing these lots right now seem to be either downsizing off the lake or moving up from the Twin Cities and to have the ability to be on a golf course but still keep that lake option, you know, no lake taxes but can still use the lake, that's pretty nice. Um, I, I think it's a great offering for some people to still have the lake in their life. I want to say, Jack, you, you, yourself, and the crew are really getting people around there in, in, a, in, in nicely, efficiently, without any really lengthy rounds. Even though people don't know the new course, so it's it's been just great. I think the staff's doing a wonderful job. Well, we appreciate it. You know, we're trying to keep communication up. That's the biggest thing. All the staff. It's tough because things change so quickly, and you know, if the staff was gone for four days, we could have two new holes by then. Um, now we've gotten to a consistent point where the course is pretty steady, so that'll help us. And uh, But, yeah, we definitely want to make things as easy as possible for everybody, make this painless, and then obviously give them the best product we possibly can at the time they're golfing. So I think we've uh, we've done that pretty well, and we'll continue to, to get better at it. Just get Chris making really? some delicious iced tea out there and maybe sell it at the turn. That would be good. There right, you Chris? go. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not a bad idea at all. Just sign me up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jack, thanks for taking the time. We, uh, I know our listeners really appreciate an update all the time from what's happening at the Legacy, so uh, sure appreciate your time. Appreciate you having me on. We uh, we always like to be on here. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jack. That's Jack Warrow, Director of Golf at Craigans, a busy, busy man, and uh, boy, what an opportunity for Lakes Area golfers this is uh, turning into. It should be fabulous. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan, also on Facebook at Lakes, Woods, and Irons, and Podcast One at Lakes, Woods, and Irons as well, and uh, brought to you in part by Maury's. You can always eat more fish at Maury's. Stop for lunch at their mobile galley in Brainerd for great lobster rolls and fish tacos. Maury's in Motley and Brainerd. We have uh, Aaron Johnson with us from Golden Eagle, Director of Golf and Grounds, and uh, uh, back at Golden Eagle, we talked to Aaron a couple of years ago when he was there. Aaron, uh, welcome home and welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> Aaron, let's talk a little bit about uh, Golden Eagle. I think it's been a couple of years since, we, since we've since we had you on the show or, or had someone from Golden Eagle on the show. So uh, turning a lot of rounds, I'm guessing, and I'm hearing, so that's good. Yeah, you know, it's it's been an exceptional year. Um Golf in general has just been up, and you know it's it's great to see that a lot of golf courses are you know having that uh, rejuvenation uh, coming back through. We're getting a lot of rounds, a lot of happy customers, and um, you know just seeing more faces out at the golf course and a lot more chatter about it. Yeah, we talked a lot about that on the show, Aaron. Uh, the pandemic last year, if there was if there was a, a silver lining to the whole thing, it seems like. Uh, golf was one of the best beneficiaries because people really wanted to get themselves and their families uh, some fresh air. We've seen a lot of young people uh, get out there and start playing with families. Are you guys seeing some of that? Yeah, I mean, one of the greatest things about um, this golf course is that we're seeing so many new faces. And the the big thing is that we're seeing a lot more of the, the female golfers out at Golden Eagle, which... Um, hasn't really been in the past, but a lot more people, like you said, a lot more people are experiencing golf. They're getting out. Um, it's something to do during the, you know, the quarantine and everything. So we saw a lot of new faces, and a lot of them were the female golfers, which you know we fully embrace, and we'd love to have them out here. And uh, it's a new experience for them. Uh, a lot of people have not seen the golf course, and they're absolutely having a blast. 
Aaron, for those who haven't played, give, give us a little background and a rundown on Golden Eagle. Yeah. So uh, this year is actually the 20th year of Golden Eagle. Uh, so we opened up 20 years ago, July 1st. Um, and, you know, we had uh, experimented with flipping the nines a couple times or a couple years ago and uh, saw how that flowed. And then we changed it back. So, you know, it's back to the original format. Um, Golden Eagle, it's elevated tee shots, elevated greens. You've got, uh, once you get back here, it's really peaceful, and um, you would never really know that there was a golf course back here unless you actually sought us out. It's a little bit off the beaten path up on County Road 1 there, going in between Emily, just past 50 lakes. But you come back in here, and it's so peaceful, and you don't hear any of the you know car traffic or anything like that because it's it's a private area back here. So that's one of the things that really stands out to people when they come back here. They're like, man, you know, I've would have never thought there's this golf course back here. It's you know the the terrain back here and the topography is just phenomenal. We have rolling hills and you know a lot of different elevation changes mixed right into the hardwood forest. So it's actually you know a very unique experience for the Brainerd Lakes area. I think the elevated tees are when you first play it, you just think, "Wow!" Like you're saying, the the views are fantastic. You get up above, you can uh, see the lake at times, and uh, uh, really, it's kind of a uh, user-friendly golf course off the tee, don't you think, Aaron? Yes, yes, it definitely is. Um, there's a couple of blind shots, but you know that comes with every golf course. But the more you play it, the more you know. And uh, like you said about the elevated tee shots, you're you feel like you're, you know, putting the ball out there a little bit farther. You're not having to, you know, work as hard off the tee to get yourself a good shot. Also kind of a unique start at Golden Eagle. I, I kind of like it. You go par 5, par 5. Yeah, you know, it's when we did switch the nines, we had a, it was a pretty tough starting hole with a force carry over a bunker for uh, what is now 10 and always has been 10, but now starting out the original way that it was intended with two par fives you get a nice warm-up and you don't feel like you're kind of behind the eight ball if you you know take a bogey on the first hole if it's a par four now it's par five you get that par in and you're feeling a little bit better about your golf round right away <laughs> yeah long cor- long par fives for me i hit just about every club in the bag in two holes so that's helpful <laughs> <laughs> you get a good warm-up <laughs> The uh, weekends, uh, like the Lakes Area courses are, Aaron, that, uh, uh, well, packed, for lack of a better word, <laughs> always. And uh, But uh, weekdays, people can still get up and play. And weekends, too, you squeeze them in. You just People just need to call ahead. Yeah, yes, definitely. We, uh, we have uh, the busy tee sheet pretty much every day. But like you said, that's, uh, that's golf now. And right. that's a fantastic thing. We are definitely not complaining about that one bit. Yeah, if you call ahead a little bit, you know, a couple of weeks ahead of time and get that uh, tee time on the weekends, we're, you know, we're starting to fill up for September already, but uh, we encourage people to call in and use our online booking tool. You can find it at our website, golfgoldeneagle.com, and uh, you can book online, set up a pass, username and password. You can call into our pro shop, and we'll, uh, we'll make sure to get you out on the course. The, the weekdays, We've been busy just like everybody else, but we still uh, we make it very easy to get out up there on the golf course. And uh, amenities restaurant is open, Aaron, or no? To a limited extent, yeah. Still, yeah. we're um, hot dogs, brats, pizza, sandwiches, chips, 
uh, snacks, refreshments, beer cart, all that kind of, you know, normal stuff. We haven't reopened the restaurant to the burgers and chicken sandwiches and everything, but um, with the uncertainty going into the beginning of the season of how it was going to be, we just decided that, you know, it was best to maintain what we did last year through COVID to make sure that we're doing, you know, the little things right and then move forward with that. Sure, and uh, uh, got a couple of signature golf holes you like to, you like to mention, Aaron? You know, I look at, you know, hole number four as it's a, you know, a downhill par three, and it's, it's framed by two big white pines on the right, and they're just a beautiful, as you're standing up on the tee box, it's just a beautiful shot. You're back there, there's nobody else around because there's really, it's kind of secluded from the rest of the golf course. It's just a beautiful hole, um, and then other people really like our finishing hole, hole 18. It's a uh, forced carry over a swamp, and then you've got a nice wide fairway, and then it, it's, it's a tough second shot into the green because it's kind of a um, down into a slough with a little approach onto the left, but then it's got a nice big green for you to accept your golf shot. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be short on 18. You definitely don't. <laughs> Yeah. Aaron, do you, do you have some some membership opportunities and leagues? Yes, we do. We uh, we offer a limited membership, which is Sunday through Thursday, and then we offer our unlimited membership, which is seven days a week. That comes with a cart. Um, all of that is included, and then we do an early bird special, usually um, the beginning of the year, so January first through February fifteenth. If you pay there, you get uh, a percentage off. Our memberships do include five free guest passes. So uh, one of the nice things about our memberships is that we offer our members to bring out five of their guests, use any time that they buy. So if they buy limited membership, they can bring out a guest anytime Sunday through Thursday, uh, five times throughout the year, just to bring out some friends, have an experience with Golden Eagle, and just come out and have a great round of golf. And then our uh, men's league and women's league is on Mondays. And so we do Monday and Wednesday men's league, and then a Monday women's league. Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful golf course, and I think uh, like so, well we say that about so many courses up here. But like you say, it's uh, you drive past it and you wouldn't know it was there. It's just uh, it's a great opportunity, and you drive in there and you just think it, it really has the wow factor, in my opinion. Well, I appreciate that. All right, anything else, Aaron? Uh. Not really. No, I, I really appreciate being on the show with you guys and uh, appreciate the invite. And uh, I hope everybody's having a great season. And uh, we're looking looking for a great August and the rest of the season to round it out. Website again for people to book tee times, Aaron? Golfgoldeneagle.com. That's easy. Golfgoldeneagle.com. All right. Thanks for joining us. That's Aaron Johnson. He's the director of golf and grounds at Golden Eagle Golf Course. Be sure to... Uh, Put it on your calendar for golfing in 2021 and on into next year. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Find us on Facebook at Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Leave us a message, leave us a question, and we'll try to get to those and possibly have some uh, golf swag for you to give away. Also find us on Podcast One under Lakes, Woods, and Irons worldwide on the podcasting. I guess we like that. Brought to you in part by Mills Ford, your hometown dealer since 1922. Chris, we were just kind of talking off air about uh, uh, how to get better at this game. And uh, 
We've talked about it before, but it never really gets old. There's Everybody's at a certain level. Maybe you're between 90 and 100. Maybe you're over 100. Maybe you're between 80 and 90. And everybody has that that next uh, domino they want to knock over, don't they? Yeah, we all kind of have a comfort zone that we play within. And, uh, you know, even on the PJ Tour, the shot range from their best round of, rounds of the year to their, their worst rounds is in the neighborhood of 20 shots, which a lot of people find hard to believe. But, you know, so our, our, our range is probably going to be that, that same thing. But we always – we kind of have that – average that we fall into whether it's you know between 80 and 85 or 90 and 95 or where we're comfortable playing and you know if you want to get better you really just have to we've talked about it before but you really have to take a look at the strengths and weaknesses of your game and from a statistical standpoint you can really you know there are certain things you have to do to break your scoring barrier yeah yeah and that's been a I've been telling everybody so far this year that I'm hitting the ball better, but I'm not scoring yet. So I know we've had a lot of uh, a lot of segments on that. But uh, the first, say, five shots are not easy, but certainly easier than uh, when you really progress into a very good golfer. You can find those five shots in your game most of the time, can't you, Chris? Yeah, you know, the, the, in the first area you really need to look at, is how many greens you're hitting in regulation and one if you if you can eliminate penalty shots and you know avoid hitting into hazards avoid hitting it out of bounds um you know avoid hitting it in places where where it's going to cost you more than one shot and a lot of that is just off the tee box and and you know aiming in the right places and hitting an appropriate club off the tee but if, if you from there if you, if you look at you know, your approach shots and how many greens and regulation you're hitting around. And uh, so, for instance, to, to, to break, um, to shoot in the 90s, you have to, you have to hit five greens in regulation. So uh, a big part of that to me is, is just simply having the right club selection. A lot of people hit shots that, you know, if they hit the right club, they, they're not necessarily right or left of the green, but they're short of the green. Uh, a large percentage of time and a lot of times that's just not hitting the right golf club uh, and if they hit the right club they they landed on the green so you know to break to shoot in the 90s you have to hit five greens in regulation to shoot in the 80s uh, or to break 80 nine greens in regulation if you want to break 70 it's 12 greens in regulation the average on the pj tour is about 12 to 13 greens in regulation yeah you've talked that right club selection is um uh, just during our lessons on the tee, and I, well, we've talked about it many times as well. But most people, when you say short of the green, that's because uh, almost everybody thinks they hit their pick and iron about ten yards farther than they do. Correct? Yeah, you know the the, the average player will hit, will hit base their club selection on their best shots with yeah. a particular club. And what a you know what better players do is is they know that what their average shot is. And we've all got, you know, typically a range of about, you know, 15 yards that we hit our, that we hit a club. So, for instance, if your your average seven iron is 160 yards, your your best sit seven iron is going to be, you know, 168, 170. Your low end of your average is is going to be in the more, you know, 150 to 55 range. So you've got that that distance and if for instance you have a front pin 
or you have a, a bunker that you have to carry or a, or a hazard, you know, you want to make sure that on the low end, you're going to, you know, if the low end of your average, you're still going to carry that hazard or bunker and, and get the ball on the green. And if, if you have more of an awareness of that, you're going to hit a lot more greens in regulation. So, you know, every, every green you hit in regulation is worth about two and a half shots. Yeah. I think most golfers, like we're saying there is, I mean, you could, you could probably, uh, and your data will probably bear it out. I know if, if you think of the shots you hit over a green versus the shots you hit short of a green, every golfer listening, uh, very few guys are long very often. Yeah, pre- pretty pretty rare that you see, if you sat on in a, a hole, it's pretty rare that you see, uh, you know, it's a very small percentage of shots that, that are hit over the green unless somebody, you know, blades it or, or <laughs> it's, a, it's a miss hit. So. Yeah, you've been reading my mail. so yeah so and then the around the greens is the probably the next step and the greens and regulation but also you can save a lot of shots from the edge as as we all know yeah you know if you if you go from let's say 30 yards and in um which you know a lot of your missed approach shots are gonna end up in that area depending on how far you hit the golf ball maybe your second shot on a par five is going to end up in that area uh number one you got to be able to get all those shots on the green you can't miss the green from from 30 yards and in and then secondly if if you can you know if you can hit a fairly high percentage of those shots uh to within let's say five feet and um you know the goal to, to break 90 you got to you got to get get up and down 20% of the time. So if you if you're hitting, let's say you're hitting five greens in regulation, you have you have uh, you know up to 13 times where you're going to have some other shot into the green. That may or may not be a you know a, a short game shot at 30 yards, but you you have that many opportunities. So if you get let's say you got 13 times, uh, get it up and down 20% or getting it up and down 20% of the time, well, th- that's really, you, you just need to get two two chip shots within that, let's say, five to 10 foot range where you can make the next putt. So, you know, as you, if you look, if you kind of break things down in that fashion, you're going to, you can allow yourself to have some errors. You can be easier on yourself and progress and break those scoring barriers. Yeah, and really it's almost a reward in your head once you get that figured out that, okay, from 30 yards and in, hey, I got that one to five feet, even though you're still five feet away, you're thinking that's a win. So always exactly. good always good to think that way. And how many guys have we played that we think, boy, I hit the ball better than they do, but they got that 30 yards and in uh, thing dialed in. <laughs> that's right. And they end up beating you an awful lot of the time, <laughs> speaking from experience. <laughs> the voice of experience. Yeah, there you go. Well, 80s, I guess that's where I'd like to be most of the time. So let's work on that, Chris. <laughs> I think you're, you're almost there, Max. So. <laughs> I don't want it to be when I shoot my age. I want it to happen quicker than that. The, that is right. <laughs> All right, Chris. Thanks, man. Thank you, Mac. That's Chris Foley. I'm Colin McDonald. You've been listening to 1380 KLIZ, Lakes, Woods, and Irons.